Whovians, Hop and your Tardises, you're listening to another episode of Doctor Huh? Elon Musk should call Elon- his company Edison, Edison Motors if yeah. you ask me. I'm Edison pilled now, folks. This episode convinced <laughs> me Edison was way cooler than Nikola Tesla. <laughs> I'm Sam, the prosthetics appreciator. I'm Jordan, your incel anti Semite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we have a guest. Say hello. Hi, I'm Stephanie, the guest. <laughs> Jesus Christ, George. (laughs) We watched Series 12, Episode 4, Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror, written by Nina Medivier, or maybe Metivier. 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 Directed by Nina Manzur. By the Metaverse. This is an episode written by AI. And Nina Metivier, by the way, a staff writer on this season of Doctor Who, but this is her first credit as an actual episode writer. Good for her. Yeah. Well, you could tell Crisp's, Crisp's Chibnall was in the background. He's coffee crashed, too tired to write this one. He was just, he was just slumped over on his desk and Nina Metaverse just stepped in and she was like, I'll get this one done. And that's why nobody in this episode had any legs. That's because you know, this episode funny. doesn't have a leg you, to stand on. You know, they do have legs now, right? Like they. <laughs> oh, they finally invented legs. Yeah. It was like two months before they had legs. Thank wow. you, Nikola Tesla. Thank you, Nikola Tesla. It, I think it's funny that uh, last time we had a guest, we were like, oh, yeah, Janos will be on next week. We'll roll an episode. And then we got one that was really stupid. But the, this time, you just happened to have been talking about this episode on Discord Constantly. and saying you liked it. So we were just like, oh, let's have, let's have Chai on. Let's have Chai on. Uh, so before we start talking about Nikola Tesla's House of Horrors. <laughs> The Night of a Thousand Terrors! What a weird title. What is it? Yeah, I don't even think the episode really took place at night, even, which was it extra did funny. Not. Uh, what is Nikola your- Tesla's Day of Dog Shit! What is your favorite epic bacon invention of epic Nikola Tesla? <laughs> I think his cars are pretty cool, and I like them, and I like their welding. They're really well- I thought he did a welding. really bang-up job when he invented the bacon salt for ice cream. I thought it was cool when he invented I- weed. <laughs> I think it was amazing when he was in love with that pigeon and invented the idea of the waifu. He invented he invented her tofu boyfriend. <laughs> that was so cool of him. Okay, we need to we need to get this right right out right now. That this is an episode written in the wake of crack.com seven ways Nikola Tesla was so epic and seven ways Thomas Edison was a prick. It really is like this is that. that that was like a seminal piece of text from when I was like 16 years. That's like the 16 year old I fucking love science boys holy I Bible. Do you remember though that the the centerpiece of this episode was actually one of the centerpieces of that at the time? Warden Cliff, like the the opium, yeah. Matthew Inman, the cartoonist. Did you he launched spe- a huge Kickstarter back in the day to say we have to save Warden Cliff Tower. We got to oh make God, a Tesla museum. Make- I didn't know we got to make a cool car after him. Uh, do you remember, by the way? Uh, this is an infinite source of content for Doctor Who, by the way. Crisps, if you're listening, get me get me on the phone. I've got a concept for you. Do you remember the website Badass of the Week? Hey, Crisps, it's time to catch up. <sighs> Vaguely. Do you remember? Do you remember badass? Okay, uh, badass of the week. If you don't remember, was exactly what it sounded. Think the best prose that the late two thousands, early two thousand tens had to offer was it was like 
this fucking epic fucker badass was so fucking cool that he would blow your ass clean off and eat it for breakfast. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, but um, uh, the, wait. Chive text. It was yeah. Chive text. Like, but my favorite memory of Badass of the Week that wasn't about Epic Bacon Nikola Tesla was that they did one about John McCain and it was like, Say what you want about his politics, but John McFucking Kane was the most epic rootin' tootin' badass pilot you ever did see. And he was Just don't so, try to high five him. Don't try to high five him. This motherfucker shot down Medicare and he shot down a bunch of Vietnamese people. And that's pretty fucking cool. Anyway. This motherfucker says Obama's not Arab. He's nice. Because <laughs> of the torture, he can't raise his arms above his shoulders, so don't high five him. Yeah. Anyway, joke. That's only low five. Only low five. Ace is low. I mean, really, low. really, really, really low five. Low five. Now. He's in hell. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Uh. <laughs> badass of the week, Megan McCain. You better believe this fucking badass lady's been on the View, and she's saying the coolest shit you ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say though, I think it's great. Uh that they finally found a way to take a break from jacking off the doctor and jack off somebody else. They jacked off a guy, like, okay, for context, you know, uh, if you were, if you were a a teen growing up in the IFL science, uh, uh, oatmeal era, the Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, back when uh, we liked him, back when we liked him. Tesla was a, a folk hero at the time, right? Like, Truly. Back when he was hanging out with Eugene, when he was on Eugene, with Eugene Merman and his, fr- his friend Eugene Merman, uh, you would have been such a big fan of Tesla. I was a teenage boy and I did a report, a presentation report. It was like, well, some people were doing like, be- <laughs> well, well, the fucking sheep were doing Beyonce <laughs> and Hannah Montana. I was out here up at the front being like, well, some people said he was an anti-Semite, but I think that <laughs> – but anyway, the point is <laughs> – the point is I started watching this episode, and for the first time in my life, it hit me, did Tesla actually really do anything? And then I did a bunch of research, and I was kind of like, eh, sort of, but not really. Kind of. Kind he of. Kind of well, – he thought about a lot of things. He Whether did or not, one, he, he made did one things. big invention. Uh he but had several medium he had, inventions. He had some medium inventions, but like this idea that like it was him and Edison, the war of the currents, and Edison was the like, only two people to ever graduate com- from college in the coming, 19th century. Like the fact that the idea that Edison was like personally coming after Tesla, like that is so fictitious. It's complete fiction. Well, it, I, like as it, we talk about it later, right? Like a lot of that comes from Tesla's memoir. Right. And Tesla was a crank. He was a crank. Yes, he was. He was, he was a huge insane. crank. But, okay, but he, all of that aside, he had idea, he was a visionary, he was ahead of his time, and I really liked the end of the episode when, when mm. she said, you know, like, he's not gonna invent all of these things, he's not gonna see the world that he dreams of, but it will become a, rea- a reality, and that's beautiful. And then Tesla turns and yells at some guy, hey, you fucking Jew, get away from there! And <laughs> then, and then the doctor turns over to time. Yaz and everyone else, and she's like, well, you can't win them all, and then they leave. I was going to build my very good tower, but the goddamn Jews wouldn't let me do it. Oh, for ooh, the record, ooh. we're Jewish. I'm Jewish. I don't know. For the record, I... I have no horse in this race. I never really had any opinion of him or Edison. Uh, although now, uh, I, now I'm very, I'm, I think Edison, I think Edison was pretty damn cool. Now this episode, he was a bamf for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, it's a real I, dilf. 
Edison was a mensch. I did like this episode, just so we're clear. I didn't like it I very much. I also like this episode uh, a lot, actually. I didn't like it, and I kind of, I have a theory that that Crisps, you know, as the showrunner, was like, hey, let's do an episode about Tesla. And uh, what Nina Metaverse sat down, she was like, okay, let's see what Tesla did. And then she looked it up, and she saw that he invented a kind of motor. Mm-hmm. And then she said, hmm. Well, no. Hmm. He invented the exploding car. He said, hmm. She said, hmm. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of meat on these bones for this episode. Uh, uh-oh. And then Tesla said, meat on these bones? I've been working on a similar idea myself. <laughs> what if they made food that was an animal that you could eat? You kill it and you eat it. Wow, Tesla invented... And it, what if there was a some kind of cured pork product? I'm doing the vaguely <laughs> Eastern European accent that this actor was doing. I don't think he was Serbian, but who could possibly say? He's Croatian. <laughs> but So he's like, whether he's or not you think he's Serbian, you may or may want to delete that also, because he's Croatian. <laughs> so you're wading into quite a lot of politics. Oh, I, thought he was, I thought he was Serbian. Well, anyways... Uh, I don't give a shit. Come after me. Uh, but anyway, Nikola Tesla. And he was really good on ER. Also, like he's a doctor on ER for a decade. He sits down Tesla? and he says, "Yeah, Tesla." And the he actor, says, "Yeah." He says, "What if we took pork and we cured it in in a cure, and then we fried it up and rendered the fat and made it all bake crispy?" And that was definitely his best invention. We started Niagara Falls. Nikola Tesla tells Top Hat Man about his hydroelectric plant, and he waxes poetic about the hidden forces that power our world. Wait, can I make a joke real quick? Yes. We started. We started Niagara Falls. Nikola Tesla is in a barrel, floating down the falls. That's it. It's just like, what if you? That's that would be a very zany way for the episode to start. Is what I was thinking. <laughs> it would have been. And good, then he dies in the and episode. Then he, dies. Ends. And then he fucking dies. And wouldn't that be funny if a character fucking beefed it? On and TV? then they. And then you just see the writers uh, scrambling. And then they play the epic rap battles. History anyway, video. these uh, these uh, these so-called free thinkers are just not willing to give a fifty thousand dollars to an idea that has no uh, evidence of working, which is like distributing electricity wirelessly yeah, through a big is tower. Talking and, and, and he's backlit by Niagara Falls, and he's talking to a bunch of really uninterested businessmen who are like, electrical power? It'll never catch on. <laughs> hey, one guy. Wanna... <laughs> hey, it's me, Marvin. Marvin Tesla. You know that <laughs> new current you've been working on? Well, listen to this. <laughs> Anyways, uh, also, one of them is like, why would we take money? Why would we give you money, Mr. Martian? Mr. Martian man? Mr. I'm talking to the aliens? And Tesla's like, listen, guys. Of course, I've received an electrical signal from Mars. It was the bug lady. We'll see her later. And then they all walk out. They don't want to be his friend. So he mentions, or one guy mentions the Mars rumors, and Tesla gets very defensive, and he's like, <laughs> Yeah, okay, I, di- I did get an electrical signal from Mars, but we're not talking about that right now. And the I second did, he says that, everyone's did, like, I'm leaving. I did make contact with the Scorpion MILF, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> hey, asshole, what I do on my own time is my business. She had fucked up teeth, and I was kind of into it. What is my- I made contact with the Scorpion MILF, teeth. and not in the way you're thinking. Um, and then somebody comes in and says, hey, Tesla, you gotta see this, and it's a dead body. It is a dead body, and it's a dead body of Edison's guy. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't mention that, that for a long time in the episode. Yeah. Which um, I was kind of confused about <laughs> what this guy had to do with anything. Did anyone else have a problem with the fact that Edison's te- uh, Edison, Tesla's secretary was named 
Dorothy Scarrett and the aliens were called the, they were from, the, she was the queen of Scarrett. See, that's well, the thing so, is that Dorothy Scarrett, uh, Dorothy Scarrett yep, is a real yep. person and that was yes, the secretary's name. and so name. are the Scarrethian aliens. They are also real. They were also, <laughs> right, yeah. so yeah. like. the planet of Scarrett. What are they going to do? Like, if it's, if it's true, it's true, you know? I really like that this episode did more for the legacy of Dorothy Scarrett in the fact that if I Google Way her more name. for her than Tesla. I've never yeah, seen her in a it, movie uh, that well, had Tesla in if it. If you Google her name, it takes you to the TARDIS wiki, so. <laughs> <laughs> now that's kind you know, of sad. Like, for her descendants, I think that's a little sad, but. She, yeah. was so, she was so popular in this episode of Doctor Who that they made her real in history. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I call viral marketing. So basically what happens is he's investigating the machinery that allegedly electrocuted this guy uh, at night. And then he, he hears a noise. He says, he says that, uh, he thinks the noise is Dorothy and he's like, I figured it out. It was just, you know, a thief stole Someone's some parts from the machine. Someone's stealing pieces. Yeah. Which never comes up again, but I assume that. Th- that means that Edison's guy ripped some shit out of the machine and then no, died. No, <laughs> it does come up. It's the aliens that have been taking his electronics to repair their ship. Oh, shit, you're right. You're right. I didn't even think about that. I'm stupid. He uh, he follows the noise, and he finds a floating green orb. I love this orb. I love, I love this orb, orb so much. This orb was like orb. this orb was like this, the baby Yoda of this episode. It was just like a charming <laughs> little green shape that you could mark merchandise and market and meme. And I think that we should we're living in the era of the orb. I think I actually have a Funko Pop of this thing. I think it's, I might have accidentally swallowed my F- Funko Pop of this thing. The orb of Thassor, as it's called, is um something that seems kind of like stupid and fun and like. Way too complicated that it would be from old who. I was going to say, this kind of sounds like I could imagine. I could imagine the seventh doctor being like, well, Ace, this is the Orb of Thasso. This is an ancient Dalek artifact. Yeah, but it's entirely and only from this episode. So. And it it really has very little to do with anything. I mean, I guess they. It shouldn't be here. I think that there's not really a purpose for, like, you could write this story without the Orb of Thasso. It's for the merch. Yeah, because. Wasn't the point of it basically that it was like the Thassor people were so epic and had such a great legacy? Remind you of anyone? Pretty fucking yes. cool. But then someone perverted their legacy. Remind you of anyone? Edison, maybe. <laughs> and then I love guy- how much of this episode Thomas Edison is just standing in the background, going like, <laughs> "Well, I never." Thomas well, Edison never. hangs out in the TARDIS for hours, and he's just sitting there. There's a part that maybe like again I I'm not here to jack off Edison or Tesla that's none of my business. But I'm jacking them both off at the same time. Yeah, double handed, double fist in it. That's right. They're good for Tesla. Yeah. The part where Elton Ring taught me how. <laughs> the part where where Tesla walks into the TARDIS and Edison's like, "I found the TARDIS very confusing." And then and then Tesla goes it appears that the that the width and and diameter are quite larger. That was so the- fucking funny because because me the, an intellectual. Famously, every Doctor Who, anytime the history person yes. walks inside the TARDIS, they're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. bigger on the inside." Me, but then an Edison hears him say that, and he's like. I guess you are smart. <laughs> it's like, yeah, every- but in this case, it's like Edison's, 
Edison says to Tesla, Oh, hey, Tesla, welcome to the TARDIS. No idea what the fuck this is about, and Tesla goes, Well, obviously, the internal dimensions merely map onto and overextend the exterior dimensions. <laughs> Edison's like, shit, I didn't notice that. Damn, this guy <laughs> real smart. I thought he was as big on the inside. I'm a dumb was- motherfucker. They did, I will say they did mention at one point, you know, Ryan the fucking idiot or something is like, Tesla, isn't that a car? I, uh, I really, that is, I he does like, say exactly. I was um, like gritting my teeth for the Elon drop this whole week, uh, this whole episode. It's very 2019 of an episode. They, don't, they yeah. don't say it. They didn't do a Star Trek, which is, I mean, I don't want to give the props to the episode for not mentioning our, our beautiful I mean, I was waiting for the Elon man. drop where the Scarith ship drops him from the sky. I'm waiting for the <laughs> Elon. What is, in like a hundred years when Doctor Who is still so, on TV, but we're all gone, is there going to be an episode where the Doctor goes back in time to South Africa, apartheid era Elon South Africa, Musk. and there's a beautiful young, a young there's, man. There's actually a, a <laughs> alien species that uses emeralds as fuel for their, their spaceships, and then... Oh my god. Ryan literally says, quote, and this is how we start the scene, the conversation about, and what did Tesla invent? Which is a big scene, right? Because no one remembers from the show. Did we get to the part where well, the, a lot of where, it, right? Did we get to the part where the doctor shows up and she she saves the she saves the day and No, yeah, Tesla is being ambushed by a, a creepy guy with glowy red eyes, who's the guy that we haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the and doctor he's got shows a gun. Up. This is some and then kind the doctor sonics a vent onto the guy's head, and the guy fall unconscious. I will accept Ouch. that. I will. There's there's one sonic use I accept, uh, which is using it to loosen a vent. Whatever <laughs> using it to unscrew something. Yeah, but uh, she it did does also later the screws. Right? She like, uses it to no. activate a teleport orb, and she uses it to activate okay. activate Wardenclyffe Tower. So zero points for this week's uh, this week's sonic test. Um. Yeah, they end does up. Does it screwdrive is the test, yeah. Does it screwdrive and does it do anything unwarranted that it shouldn't be able to do? Like, for example, fuck, there's a part later, not to get ahead, but there's a part later where a guy just shows up and spying on Tesla and the doctor just like points the sonic screwdriver at him. And I was like, what the fuck is she planning on doing with it? <laughs> I thought she was gonna like find out his bank account or something with it. Is it like the phone from Watch Dogs? It's just like <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> profiling, uh, profiling. Uh, we're, what were we talking about the, the the what did Tesla invent scene? Well, uh, before yeah, we get we were, before we in get the there, plot, we're just in the factory where she's yeah. like, we have to escape, and then they escape, and then they 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 uh, they get on, on a train. train. Suddenly, there's no explanation as to how they're Ryan on the train, and Graham, it doesn't uh, matter. Ryan Graham it's and like Yaz as they are... as they jump onto the, or as they walk into the train car with Ryan Yaz and Graham, the the, the doctor says something to the effect of like, "Oh, we ju- we sure did jump onto the t- t- train." <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing I was thinking about because because and you know Ra- Yaz Ryan and Dan are not Dan the man. Uh, Yaz Ryan and Graham Graham the man Graham, Graham the man the Graham. Graham the bus Graham man the Graham Graham the Gramps. racist bus driver. Um, he's... No, uh, he's not. Uh, this is a fiction I've created. Uh, they're all there wearing their period I think outfits. I didn't watch that episode very closely. If your takeaway <laughs> is that he was the racist bus no, driver, it's just who, a like, head cannon. Made so many jokes about it that it became yeah. true. Yeah, it's just a head cannon of uh, that's kind of what I thought was going to happen was that he was going to have to take one for the team and and and, and <laughs> taking kick. one for the team. <laughs> they well, do though. He, they do take one for the team and they no, do be racist. It would have been a it would have been be- a beautifully tragic moment because his. 
his beloved uh his beloved wife that he lost was like a big rosa parks fan and she said like i hope you're not like that racist bus driver and the tragedy is there's a picture of her he's got like a photo album and he's like and here's a picture of her in her rosa Rosa park shirt shirt. and here's a picture of her in her i hate uh james blake shirt and then he looks again he's like wait Wait, a minute that's an i hate graham shirt (laughs) what but what the happened? photos have anyway, retroactively changed. Uh, we on Dr. Hunt, our favorite thing to talk about is episodes about racism. Um, so here's my question, and I want you to tell me if I'm, if this is Just a valid like thing public. to think about. When they're in Edison times, Tesla times, and, and, uh, you know, Yaz and Ryan are there in their period gear, is it wrong of me to be like, why are some of the episodes characters are racist at them and some of them aren't? Because like, it, no, it, could... it is not wrong of you. Okay, and the answer you. is that. The writing has no I continuity was so, between writers. I was so ready for Tesla to be like mis- or Ed- Edison, not Tesla because he's epic, uh, but like for Edison to be racist and misogynist at at Yaz, and it never like oh, I can't well, believe a woman would tell me. Well, he's kind of racist at Tesla. He is kind but... of racist at Tesla, but he's not racist. He's a you know he's a he's a uh, progressive king. No, he's got king. no issue with like the British like, Muslim woman. Yeah, but... no, no. The, the, All I'll the, say the... is I'm not sad that we don't have every episode a character from the past just like hurling slurs at Yas and Ryan. <laughs> I'm not sad yeah, about it, neither. but it does it 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 makes it it's an inconsistency, which is something we should that, just assume well, it's, that. It's... What okay. we're seeing is a version of what actually happened when the story was true. Uh, and they just took out those scenes. Well, because because they only listen, have you know forty five minutes, why, right? They can't just. Here's why I care <laughs> about this. Actually, is because they get off the train, and they're in the Big Apple, the beautiful city of dreams. And there's this whole thing that's like the doctor's like gushing about how much she Speaking loves. Speaking of, didn't see a lot of black New Yorkers. No, there was one. There was one like child newsy at the very end, and that was yeah. It. But but the doctor's like gushing about how much she loves the Big Apple in 1900s and how cool it is, and it's like the most modern. It's the beginning of the modern, and I'm gritting my teeth the whole time. Like what? And then she does point out, and also there's more poor people than ever, and I'm like, okay, okay, sure, sure, sure. But then it's just like there's no. It doesn't address racism. She at like all. remembers like, inequality. That paragraph like, felt like a textbook intro paragraph. What was that? Like, yeah, like. <laughs> Uh, like the when the 1900s doctor, saw some of the fastest evolution of progress. When the doctor, also, here's where I want to talk about this now that we're talking about progress and Tesla and the doctor like fangirling over Tesla. The doctor, I can accept that the doctor would be very excited to meet Mr. Vincent Van Gogh or Mr. Uh, fucking Julius Caesar, whatever, like these famous people. But when the doctor is like gushing over a guy who made a motor and an electric current, when the doctor is like, I knew Omega who made the first black hole and I, and she like worked alongside the fucking time lords of, I'm just like, this is like when you go to the zoo and you see a yeah, monkey. And the stranger and you, Rassilon and the other three. When yeah, you see but... a, a gorilla like scratch its armpits with its hands and like peel a banana or, or something I, with its hands and you go, wow, it's like, it's like looking back in time. This is amazing. This is so cool. Like I, can I mean, s- you're not you're not wrong that it's a little funny to pick like, Tesla why is out of the doctor, everyone in history. Why but is the doctor? The doctor she read the listicle. Yeah, that's there's it. There's a very read- good reason, and the reason is that the doctor likes dreamers and likes 
loser humans. Like, she does who like loser bite humans. off a bit more than they like can Dan, chew. like Dan the yeah. man, or or, or fucking. Yeah, I like that. I, because, I really liked yeah. her scene where she she talks to him, and I think she's all of her and Tesla, like the the private scenes that's just them talking about the future is really lovely. I would have liked this episode a lot more if the Doctor was being condescending as fucking, being like, "How cute this guy thinks he knows about electricity." I have a time machine. That would have been way epic. Well, I, I don't think that that's thirteenth Doctor. No, but I really still barely have a sense of anything about that like the more we get a little characterization like she's I not just, just matt what? smith anymore just... because matt smith didn't invent well matt didn't smith say is out like... loud i love inventing i do it all the time i just i just can't get a sense of her i just don't know i just i, I don't think that it's a bad performance i don't think it's a it's on jody's end i think it's just a writing problem here's kind of my thoughts about this i think that you know, when it was announced that they would have a woman play the doctor, it was a very big deal. And it was a big deal to me because the person who I was when I cared about this show, a, a child, really cared about that being possible someday. And so I, you know, got back into the show when Jodie Whittaker was announced and I watched her run. And then I watched the stuff that was around it because I wanted to see the rest of that too. But I think fundamentally... Really, one of the big issues with with Whitaker as the Doctor, and and you know the Brits are are freaks, they're bigots, they're they're <laughs> monsters. Um, so I think that there's a big issue with like she had to truly a hundred percent right away feel like the Doctor, which yeah. I think didn't give her a lot of room to feel like anything else. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it just it, like I, I mean, we talked about that. We watched one episode of of uh, Truman Capote's. Uh, his 12th doctor and like you know you get the sense he's kind of a he's kind of a morally dubious trickster man trickster man and maybe that's only one episode but i got a sense of that and i just it, it, it really feels like they're kind of playing it safe with with, with it's Jody. gonna be funny she when is we very watch much another... like in terms of the chronology of it she is a return to form from mm-hmm. capaldi i would say yeah it's gonna be funny when we watch any other capaldi episode and he's, and just he's not... like got a completely different he's, affectation he's christian He's like the it's jug- supposed to be, <laughs> the Christian I think, such juggler. a big deal that the Doctor to you is a woman that you really like are spending. I think theoretically all of your br- brain processing time on Doctor Boob. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I'm, it's maybe it's just because I'm a massive misogynist. Well, I, I like her. I like so, her. I like her. I just I, take that once as again, you will, listeners. I I just I think like that there's ri- there's writing problems. Costuming. For this. I think her costuming. Oh, her is costume flawless. is really good. Her costume's really good. Uh, okay, so back back in the plot of the episode, uh, she calls Tesla a liar when he denies knowing why he's being chased with an it alien laser gun. Makes no fucking gun. sense. Just stupid writing. Well, he has because an orb. she followed the energy signal that she's they were the following. Screwdriver. That was such a like clunker of a line yeah. where where she gets on the train and Ryan is like, "Did you find that energy signal?" And she's like, "I found it. It led me to Niagara Falls." See, I was really kind of excited when she saw Nikola Tesla and she says, "You liar!" Because I was like, "Oh my god." Oh my god, they're actually Finally, gonna like someone's someone said down No, Tesla. I was like I was like, wow, okay, this episode isn't gonna just be like, I fucking love epic science, Nikola Tesla. It was gonna kind of, of explore his his legacy as as a, as an inventor, but but no, it's just because he had a No, he it's had the a, Tesla had a, versus Edison story. It's because he Tesla has an orb. Edison it's a Tesla it's versus that. Edison story, but it's also a Tesla and Edison team up to fight some big bugs. It story. is kind of Tesla and Edison and the Doctor versus Aliens, but it's also 
the Doctor versus Aliens and Addison. It's and also, it's- like, not even remotely about anything to do with Tesla, except that they use a big electric machine that he allegedly built, or well, tried the, to build. The, I mean, like, the, the s- idea that he heard transmissions from Mars is a true fact that he recorded, that he believed he had heard this. It was probably someone in, like, the Midwest, fucking around with a radio, but... <laughs> the Midwest I mean, realistically, Mars. it was someone else in America, but... But, but so, the, I think it's really smart to hinge the episode around one tiny detail from history where it's like, yeah, and Tessa thought he spoke with Mars. Anyway, that is cool. no one else I, would I care about that, that. But Yeah. Oh, so they they yeah. tag along to his lab in New York, and there's uh, there's protesters we hate outside of electricity. his lab. The protesters suck. AC, I love their, no. I love we the- hate AC. I love their... Uh, every time it, protesters are on a show and their signs are like beautifully printed and rendered i always mm-hmm. just think they're like astroturfed like is edison paying <laughs> yeah, yeah, these people yeah. to protest outside one person of- has a sign that says dc equals death current and then they 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 yes. said oh shit and then they scratched out dc and they wrote ac, <laughs> AC. equals a, F, a, a death current a death- <laughs> um yeah uh, one of the protesters yells at nikola tesla go back to mars and another one re- yells you don't belong in America, which is really subtle. It is subtle. Yeah, one person calls him a foreign lunatic. These are yeah. all things that we should be saying to Elon Musk. Anyway, uh, there's a creep in a bowler hat, and he watches them walk inside. He will matter soon when uh, Tesla, he's like seething about how not mad he is about the protesters. They go into his lab. I don't know what the point of this was. They go into his lab and they're like, oh, there's nothing here. But just so that later they can yeah. go well, to a different lab. Well, the point is that it's all in his head. But, but also, no, he has another lab full of his wacky wild inventions. Well, that's true also. But- <laughs> this, episode's, this episode's definition of a lab is a room full of tables where you display your cool things that on That sounds them. like a lab to me. <laughs> it's not like a room with vent fans. There's no work- and- <laughs> like, we see Edison's, Edison's workshop where there's like 50 lab benches and all these dudes Edison's like- Edison's workshop has lab benches with fume hoods with like- And then Edison- and the Tesla's I need like- to invent the whiteboard so that I can have a lab. We need to invent, what if there's a big glass wall that I can write on in, in uh, dry erase markers and I can write my code on it. But then we go to Ed, Tesla's lab later and it's like, here's a table with my zappy ray on Death it. Death ray. Death ray, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, it was so fucking funny, by the way, and it, the episode never like even winks at it, where te- Tesla's like, I would never, ever, ever make weapons. I am here to better mankind. Don't look at the death ray I tried to make. Don't look at it. Don't look at the death ray Mark III. Don't look at the like third okay, attempt was that death real? Ray. Yes. It is real. Oh, yes. Tesla yes. famously tried to invent a death ray for a long time. Okay. They tested it on Mythbusters once, I think. It, it, oh, no. Uh, are they okay? No, they all died. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'm finally ready to announce my theory that Adam Savage died. Oh, yeah. The, the yeah. death ray, another famous real thing from, from real he life. He was a crank. I was... Res- I respect that about him that he was a crank. Like, let him... This is my my idea for a better version of this episode, is that they lean into the fact that he was a crank. That's super fun. What if he was just out of his mind? What if he was, like, talking to his pet pigeons and, and, and building... No pigeons He's really smart and out of his mind. Like, right? that's, like that Because be that's what the doctor... The doctor's kind of a crank, and the doctor's really smart. The doctor's totally a crank. Like, the why doctor Tesla, why, fucked Tesla's off like, from her, her entire society, which was built around her kind of like not a spoiler really but like and and she's like this planet full of 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 apes i like it 
It's mine this now. This planet full of uh, apes that die. I'm gonna in fuck a, all of their queens. I'm gonna fuck all their monarchs. <laughs> and when I blink, in the time it takes for me to blink, they all die. But like, <laughs> but like, why? It would have been so much hey, more fun. Spoilers if- for Blink, okay? <laughs> oh no, a weeping angel in my video game. <laughs> but like, it would have been really great if if the Doctor and Tesla got to bond over the fact that they're a bit kooky. But he's like weird and aloof. Instead, and quiet they're both and- shown as really sensible. That's just not. That's just not what I. What Look, I, I haven't met either of and them. The doctor I can't... shouldn't be really sensible. The doctor both should bond. be confusing and mysterious and fun. They should both be bonding over the well, about the Zionist conspiracy that they've been reading about. On Sorry. that note, Jordan, I am very excited uh, <laughs> to talk to you about our first episode with the second Doctor. I uh, yes. really, really liked it. About a uh, Zionist conspiracy. No, uh, yeah, yeah, the series is just called the Zionist Conspiracy. Fuck, I love that serial. That's, that's <laughs> I yeah. I like when they walk in and Yaz gets like inexplicably really snotty, and when Graham's like, "Oh, he's a famous inventor," and Yaz is like, "Oh yeah, what did, what he, did invent he invent?" <laughs> and then he's like, "I don't know." And then I'm like, "Oh my god, the episode's actually making a point about Tesla." And then she's like, "Look at all of these interesting historical curios that Tesla made, and then didn't so patent the, or market or, or try to sell to people." The doctor mentions a few things that she says that Tesla invented. I looked up all of them on Wikipedia and none of them mentioned Tesla at all. But That's she cool. mentions automatons. He do made you, auto- you know what Yeah, that so would- I do actually know about this. So Tesla had a theory where he was like it would be so cool if there were like little robots that did everything for you. And oh man, so true, man. like Damn. he invented drones. <laughs> this is like on the F plus, like the F plus, like idea wiki, where it's like, what if there was a car that didn't need any gas and it could f- fly and it was impossible to crash and if it would, <laughs> if you if you turn it off, it fills up. So your I want to I want to push back a little bit about this because I think that the thing that the episode is saying really and that the doctor is really saying isn't. Tesla was a brilliant guy at producing and selling commodities to a finished market, right? Like, it's saying Tesla was a dreamer, but the scope and breadth of his dreams was magnificent. I just don't think that the That's episode fair. should crank him off as much if, uh, as, as, unless they're gonna make that point very explicit. And I don't think that, cause, cause they're they like- They kind of don't, no. They kind of, cause they're kind of like- Cause, cause they, they kind of, this is where it's like, I know that they did this already, uh, to, to great effect where they, where they take a person from history to see the future so they can see their, their dream made manifest. Episode one of Doctor Who was this kind of episode. <laughs> I think Someday this episode we'll should have it. ended with the doctor taking Tesla to modern day New York City and he sees all the lights and he gets to see, he sees people you on TikTok. Like Go on, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, is not the ending of? I think the ending of this one is better than the ending of the Van Gogh one. No, the ending of the Van Gogh one fucking rules. I'm I sorry. haven't seen it. Uh, well, she kills Vincent Van Gogh. Oh, yeah, the, and then she like twist. draws uh-huh. a pentagram with his blood, and she teleports to hell with the sonic screwdriver. It's cool. That's really cool, and makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, is... Speaking of the sonic screwdriver, mm-hmm. uh, Tesla asks what it is, and she says that she made it out of spoons. Fuck which yeah! Is what if she either made random it... or that true? Is, no, what that is she... canon. She made it out of Sheffield steel from scrap metal. Nice. Oh, like Sheffield. What if she had made it out of sporks? The though? same stuff they made the fucking Spitfire out of in it. That is Sheffield pretty... steel. Sheffield. This steel. is where he like perks up. He's like, oh, a fellow inventor, and they they bond over their mutual love of discovery and feelings of alienation. Uh, and nice. he he admits that uh, 
his his optimism's kind of been dampened since he came to America and started dealing with Jews. I mean, haters. <laughs> and Wait, he he says he's like gonna die broke really soon. Is he wrong? Right? Like he is a visionary. No. He can see into the future. He knows that he's gonna be dead. De- penniless with a with a carton of empty nabisco crackers or whatever and he's right because right then and there they get a telegram from a, an investor saying uh no money for Wardencliffe tower and he goes oh shit and then there's a, a camera that flash investor in real life by the way jp morgan yeah oh yeah they yeah, did yeah, say JP mr morgan. morgan mr morgan for real in real life yeah he's the guy who okay. cut his funding thank you jp morgan thank you jp morgan <laughs> <laughs> don't ever say those words out loud ever <laughs> So anyway, the, the I guy who, every day at the start of work, the guy who takes a picture with the camera from outside is Harold Green. He's the bowler hat man. He's one of Edison's spies. And Tesla tells them what a son well, of a bitch truly, that Thomas Edison is. Can we can we agree that he's one of Edison's goons? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, boy, His bowler hat might as well say professional. Let's go electrocute yeah. that elephant. <laughs> that had nothing to do with Edison. We never oh, saw it? the electrocution of the elephant, and did I that kind not of have any, wish I, that we Did that had. actually not have anything to do with Edison? No, I looked that up because I I was reading about the, the current wars, and apparently that, that happened like 10 years later, and Edison had nothing to really? do with it. Did it really? Shit. Yeah. What is up with... Not to, I, I don't know anything about Edison. That should have been debunked. That should have been debunked. What it, I don't know anything about what Edison was like as a person. But this, there, are you saying there should have been a moment where the doctor's like, and you'll notice there's no elephants being electrocuted? I'm relying on this episode to shape my understanding of thomas edison for the rest of my life well everything i ever i feel like everything i ever learned about edison and tesla has been a complete lie and i just don't know how to feel about it i mean i don't think edison was was like the world's greatest inventor but he 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 did do shit and i don't think tesla really did we'll talk more about the the question of edison and tesla i think about the end of the episode Mm because it really the episode ends asking the viewer to sort of think on it figure it out so they the doctor takes ryan and graham to to go question edison and they find him making a speech about how tesla is a is a piece of shit uh and she's in an incredible american accent he says at one point you got the wrong inventor it's nikola tesla's been talking to mars i didn't look up whether this guy was an american actor or not no one There's in the no world. There's no way he was an American ever... actor. Of course, he's a British guy doing. No one in the Everyone world. in this episode is British doing an American listen, accent. Listen, the last time we saw we, we last time we we experienced American accents and Jodie Whittaker in the same place, it was with fucking Rosa Parks' flapper girl voice. That I mean, was Dorothy really Scarrett something. Has a solid like New York. No, her accent, accent but is she actually only, Canadian. She only has it forty percent of the time. She is Canadian. Uh, this guy is indeed English. Yeah. I will say, whenever I was, like, telling Lauren what was happening in this episode, I was like, so then Edison is like, oh, and I think that, and I was like, wait, he's American. Why am I doing a British accent? Mummy, mummy, it's me, Stewie Griffin. <laughs> oh, that rotten Tesla. How's that electrical current you've been working on, Brian? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. So they show him the the alien blaster that the guy was chasing them with. Silurian like, blaster, yeah, yeah. Is that reference. is that a thing? And yeah. The Silurians are a, a major alien. Yeah. Okay. He so he's like, okay, we'll talk about that in private. He leads them through his workshop, and Ryan and Graham are like, this guy seems like an egotistical son of a bitch. I hate him. I hate him. Uh, this guy probably electrocuted an elephant. He. <laughs> 
every 10 minutes in this episode, Edison, it's just like, be right back. And then he walks off screen. You see a flash of electricity and then you hear an elephant trumpet and then a big thud. Uh, that was every 10 minutes, like clockwork. <laughs> the Big Apple. So Edison tells them in his office uh, about the story. This is from Edis- uh, from Tesla's autobiography that Tesla was working for Edison's company. And uh, Edison said, if anyone can fix this generator, I'll give them $50,000. And Tesla worked on it day in and day out for a year, and he fixed it. And Edison said, huh. I'll give you a $10 raise, and Tesla quit, and Edison was like, "Eh, he just doesn't understand, he just doesn't understand the American sense of humor, he doesn't. And then, uh, that is maybe true, I don't know. It's, I think, my understanding is that we don't know if it's true or not about the money. It's been disputed by different sources. But But, I mean, we saw it happen. The storytelling lens of it, though, is that this is the reason Tesla and Edison are enemies. Right, like this is is their dividing incident. It is kind of weird, I guess, from the perspective of there are multiple versions of this story, and no one knows which one is really true. It is weird that the one that they picked to decide was true doesn't really thematically relate to anything that's happening in the episode. Mm. Doesn't connect to the Tesla Edison rivalry. Doesn't connect to the story. Doesn't connect to the question of inventing versus paying for inventions. But I guess on a meta level. It would if they took any other person's word for it besides Tesla, that would have been weird. You can't, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Yaz is talking to Tesla, and he's like, "Where's all your cool bubbling flasks and stuff?" And he's like, "I keep my bubbling flasks up here in my head." And she goes, "That's kind of a letdown." Yeah, it's the <laughs> we blew all the budget on the milf uh, lady effect. I the, I have a note about the budget. <laughs> That's not later, a lot of budget if they blew it on her effects anyway. <laughs> uh he he talks about warden cliff and his dream of a world where you can listen to music or great speeches or you can look at maps no matter where you, can, you are you can and she's open like, that's up a- wi-fi in it she's like he's like i would dream of a world where you can watch a video of a person cutting up a bar of soap someone running on top of a subway train <laughs> and a person doing a k-pop dance whenever and you Yaz want literally says to him when he says this now that Sounds like, like the future. The future. <laughs> <laughs> and then she shoots him with a gun. <laughs> I can't let that happen. The orb starts blowing. Meanwhile, uh, I, <laughs> I didn't understand this scene where there's just like one of Edison's scientists is like working on something and there's just some goober who's like, uh, what's that do? <laughs> oh, oh um, the goober is the evil guy. And he kills them all. I thought no, it was a no. Different... The the goober is the goober different from the evil guy. Yeah, no, the, the dead guy walks in with glowing red eyes, yeah. and, and then he doesn't, like... he doesn't. Well, doesn't... yeah, but I thought he was also the guy tinkering with. No, but the dead guy, the 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 evil Stupid. the evil guy walks in and he does an AOE and he kills every single person in the room with a big area of effect uh, except attack. for the yeah, one but it has scientist. Really long lead up who's... animation. The one scientist who is being annoyed by Goober, he's still alive, and then he isn't. So For I don't now. really know what the point yeah. was. <laughs> the point was terror, right? Like, it's an effective children's scary thing where everyone's gone, I'm hiding behind the desk, and then he sees me. Yeah, I just think this, this, this show has done accessible children's horror so much better than it. I thought this was going to be Tesla running around his laboratory at night. It's the night 
Nikola the Tesla in the night. There's nothing happens. I thought at they night. were going to be. I thought it was going to be just not to keep talking about Patreon.com slash Potting Bros for one dollar. But I thought this was going to be like, what if Tesla was Fang in the Rock. lighthouse at Fang Rock and they're all locked in Tesla's big funky laboratory and there's a big ball of lightning monster running around zapping people and Tesla's there. Why this whole episode takes place during the daytime and the monster is an alien invasion of fucking Marvel scorpion milfs like what is this i really They're like the idea all though milfs. That... if they were all milfs it would be so uh, much hotter beg, some of I them are beg, gross I, buds i beg to differ i really like the idea that they would get like 10 minutes into the episode they're being chased by the glowing red eyes guy with the silurian blaster and they escape and it's nighttime and he's like that really was my night of terror and then they all just kind of stand there for a second and they're like <clears throat> We do. Well, that's the newspaper title in the last shot, though. Tesla's Night of Terror is the the, the tabloid thing on the newspaper. You know what? Yeah. The very end is at night, actually. Who, it is. Yeah, whatever. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. So it actually makes sense. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. So I like the episode. Now. I like when they they confront Edison and they're like, "Something bad is happening," and he's like, "You're damn right, something bad is happening." My spy at Niagara Falls stopped contacting me. Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> you're damn right, something bad is happening. Have you read these protocols? Have you seen the Oval Office? <laughs> they're, they're doing what with the blood of Christian children? <laughs> Sorry, we need to we need to stop with the anti-Semitism. I cannot be pushing on it, and I apologize for that again. <laughs> it's, <fine. laughs> it's it's very of its time. Uh, they uh, Harold Green from before he bursts in, and he's got red eyes. And then you know who else bursts in with red eyes? Is it's the scientist from before? And then, yeah. wait, does that happen later? I don't remember. No, that happens later. But he's also red eyes later. There's two and, red eyes guys. Yeah. Yeah. So they run away. They go into his his lab, his other lab. His real and lab. She's, the one this with is stuff a very, and bombs th- and chemicals. This is a very, like, do you get it part where she's, like, looking around and she's like, Edison, where do you keep your zinc? And he's like, what the hell would you need zinc for? And then, he, and then she, he's like, oh, right. Science! I forgot about that. Well, maybe it isn't just a running a business. <laughs> You've really rekindled my love for science. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> I'm gonna invent a death ray. <laughs> I'm gonna invent this Mardis. I'm gonna what? go work on inventing the nuclear bomb American just in time Mardis. for World War One. I'm gonna invent podcasts. I hope oh, we, nobody ever true. makes fun of that's me on true. one of those. That's true. Thomas Edison, one thing that we can't dispute that he did invent is he invented the phonograph. So he is our patron saint of podcasting. Thank you, sir. He is Thank also you. one of our patrons. He is one of our patrons. Thank you for our $1. I, I feel like you could afford he to could, give us a Santa, little more. He could, Santa, bump that up. Yeah. He actually he, he, downgraded to 75 cents. Well, you know, inflation, right? He was he died <laughs> like 100 years ago, so. So zombie Harold Green like stomps into the lab and he steps into this circle of zinc that the doctor has made and she lights it on fire. So now it's trapped in speaking a fire of, circle. Speaking of creating a pentagram on the ground and she's and the doctor does the thing that she loves to do, which is talk to an alien that seems completely nonverbal. She and I, I, I thought that she was like expecting it to be like, OK, OK, okay but. What we learn with what we learned later, it makes no sense that they're acting like zombies. It could yeah, talk they to should, her. They, they talk could, later. <laughs> they, she could talk like a MILF. 
<laughs> but they're just walking around like and they don't talk. They kind of open their mouth in a sound plays. One of them literally speaks later to the milk. No, queen. he just holds his mouth open while he talks. He's not moving it up and down. Oh, is that right? Okay, yeah. I guess that makes sense. But anyway, she's she's interrogating it. She says, like, show me your true form. Show me and your it, true form. Then it goes all nasty and, and like, doesn't, which is rude. Meanwhile. I'd show the doctor my true form. Meanwhile, Yaz is, this is where uh, uh, the, the dead scientist and the dead spy from earlier, uh, they walk in with laser guns. And they're like, we're... We're here for you, not the orb, Tesla. And they grab him and teleport away, but Yaz grabs on first, so she also gets teleported away. And then Dorothy's standing there like, well... In a scene that makes no sense. Yeah. The teleporting effect is... Why is there a teleport grabby that Yaz is in, but... (sighs) Why is Dorothy Skerritt not interesting to them? (laughs) You, we have long since desired the services of a secretary. Come with us to help us make our she's, appointments. I mean, she's not just his secretary, right? Like the the show, if anything, if we're if we're agreeing that this is the Dorothy Scarrett history episode and not the Nikola Tesla episode, <laughs> she seems to have done a lot for him. Yeah, I he, think I wrote in my notes that she's his secretary because that's what Wikipedia called her. But yeah, she she did seem like his assistant more than anything. Yeah, like not just his assistant, but like his his person who reminds him that he has to talk to people like they're people because they expect that. And then like, right? Like she, you know, there's a point where there's an electrocution at the beginning, and she says, "But we'd be happy to look. Mr. Tesla would be happy yeah, to look yeah, at yeah. his machines to ensure that there's no risk." And he's She's like, "Oh the yeah, Watson yeah, I to would. his Sherlock. It's the dynamic." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lauren didn't like that. I, I liked her, and I liked her characterization, and I've never seen her in any fucking anything that I mean, was about Tesla me, and historical I fiction. love to talk about this show's relationship to Watson and Sherlock and, and Stephen Moffat's <laughs> take on Watson and Sherlock and oh how my character, god, that how needs to be a different show. <laughs> speaking, of the, speaking of the Yaz test, folks, let me tell you. I Yaz don't think... has lines. Are they important lines? No. Are they none lines that the are companions... specifically lines only Yaz could have had? No. no none of the companions But there's do. one thing she knows Does and she it's do selfies. anything? No. None of the kids companions. these days and their damn they cameras. They love radar, though. <laughs> That's right. There's a part where she's talking to Tesla and she's like, oh, like radar. And he's like, radar? What's that? And she's like, uh, you'll find out. Yeah, I mean, radar is one of the many, 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 I, many, many inventions. I have the exact interaction here because it's, Tesla's, it, it, to me, this is uh, one of the funniest conversations in the entire let's episode. Hear it. She says to Tesla, uh, you know, mapping things with electrical waves, radar? And he says... Oh, I've been thinking of a similar problem myself. I call it my exploring wave. That's pretty cool. Cowabunga, Yeah, and that's so, like, to me, that is very prototypically, archetypally Doctor Who history episode, where someone says something that no person would ever say, just so that the history (laughs) person can say, you know, that reminds me. I was thinking about doing a painting where it's like a, 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 it's like a night sky, but it's all fucked up and wavy, and Van Gogh's like, hmm, I was thinking... Uh, Marvin, mm, Marvin, you remind me of the way Marvin. I process the light of the stars myself. Mm, <laughs> it's me, your cousin, Marvin Knight. You want that new art style? You want to listen to this? Oh, so uh, they teleport uh, onto a scary <laughs> Marvin ship. Marvin Knight. Yeah, Marvin Knight. Uh, they. 
They teleport onto a big scary alien ship, and then Yaz uh, Marvin Knight of a Thousand Terrors. Yaz looks at Tesla and she (laughs) says, "Where are we? And also, when are we?" The doctor didn't tell me what year we are in specifically, and then he tells me the year, and then got that in. Yeah. Uh, So here's what happens. Okay. I I have to say, sorry, just as a longtime Doctor Who person, that is the best part of the entire show when someone says, "And Doctor." When are we? Like, that, that makes episode, me laugh, that makes me watched, scream, that makes me exclaim, that makes watched, me slap my thigh in laughter. When we watched the, best. the worst episode we've ever seen, which was Once Upon Time, the doctor literally said, where are we, when are we? And it, God, Flux and I, is so bad. I, huh? I, I, anyway. I felt nothing because of how much I hated Flux. I'm so excited to watch more of it, fucking, I don't want to see fucking second more of it. <laughs> I promise you that it's stupider than you've seen. <laughs> Thank God. Were you saying something, or can I... Well, Yaz is like, I have a new new invention. It's a Tamagotchi for your fetus. Oh, I was thinking about making something like that, and I'll call it the Tinky. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, So what happens is uh, uh, Tesla and Yaz appear on an alien ship full of laser scorpions, and the mm-hmm. laser scorpion milf queen comes out and goes, Welcome, Nikola Tesla. He's not lying, listener. She is a laser scorpion milf laser queen. Scorpion mil- Here's some features of laser scorpion milf queen. Lots of horns. Check. Teeth that look like they're upside down, so the roots of the teeth are teeth at the bottom. Teeth that look like they've been glued onto mm-hmm. other teeth, but not, like, ascending, can descending you, like, from them, like, can overlapping. Can this actress's, like, natural skin color peeking out through the eyes where they, like, didn't fill in the makeup for her face? Yeah. That was a I weird I thought that choice. they gave the MILF queen weird, like, eyeline. I don't know. Anyway. So, I mean, her costume is literally just reused from season three, so... It's a crazy-ass thing to make a person look like. Like, the entire headset and the horns and all of that, it was a monster in season three. I want to say, I thought she was great. I loved how she... (laughs) I feel like every motion of her face, she just did it, like, three times as much as any normal person would. You know there's that post Because of the prosthetics, unfortunately. I mean, like, it's funny that she does overemphasize with her face, but that's also the only way she can get the alien face to move. I thought it was great. It was very, like, tokusatsu to me, the way she's, like, over-animating, but it made me think of, like, you know, that... that <laughs> That's right, the BBC actually bought this from Kamen Rider. Did <laughs> uh, uh, the one that's, like, she breasted boobily up the stairs or whatever, it's like, she bugged buggily around, she's just, like... <laughs> she's scorpily. Scorped scorpily. I like her laser scorpion tail that just, like, twice just shoots stuff. I just I don't think they emphasize the happened. scorpionness of her though. I wish she was no. slightly buggier. I thought it was really funny, and this is what I wanted to say about the budget because we see a lot of CGI scorpions in the background of a lot of shots and CGI and we, transforms. Like whenever they teleport, it's CGI. All that stuff is very CGI. And then and then we see her who's wearing a big costume, but then there's like I think there's three or maybe four of her like henchmen who we learn from the Doctor are all scorpion people like her, but they're wearing projections of human forms so that Uh they can fit in. But even when they go back to the mothership, they never take those projections off because it presumably would have been a waste of effort to put the costumes on all of them. (laughs) Oh, my queen. I just I like found being, that delightful. I like the part where the one of the bug boys tries to, like, mansplain to her and she kills him. Yes, I also like that. 
It was it was mega. I thought uh, it was very funny and very. Again, I have no horse in this race, the Tesla versus Edison thing. But the way that they jack off Tesla here, where we learn that the whole point of the aliens, this is what the orb was for, was that they, they were read looking that, they read for that the most article. epic scientist that the world has to offer. And they were like, it's got to be Tesla. And they're like, you are going to make stuff for us. They put him on... 6.5 their- billion people on this rock and not one of them can fix a tractor. They make they put him on the ship. They're like, okay, and I'll fix our interstellar warp core. And he's like, I don't even know what electrons are yet. And then they get rid of him. Did he not know? I mean, you said that. Does he? Did he not know of the electron? I don't think the electron was discovered while he was alive. I feel like that would have to be a big thing you would want to know about in order to develop. They discovered you know, electricity. Wireless power transfer. Okay, Tesla died in 1943, and the I thought that Benjamin Franklin knew about electrons. No, electrons were discovered in, in like the early 19. They were no, discovered some in French guy. Yeah, 1897. So Tesla was alive when they discovered electrons. But he was never no, quite convinced. Wait, it was it was the I think it was the proton that was discovered after the Oh, like, we should cut this seven. Yeah. <laughs> well, How did they not know about the proton? It's so much bigger and easier to see. The proton was discovered in like the nineteen twenties. But that has nothing to do with electricity. Anyway, okay. For the love of God. So uh the doctor uh I don't want to get too hung up on this, but I do want to get hung up on this because this is the kind of person that I am. I was just watching that second Doctor episode where they're, like, on Earth and they're like, we can't take the TARDIS to the moon. We might overshoot it by a million miles. And here the Doctor is, like, just taking the tes- the, the, the TARDIS around New taking York her City. Tes- driving her Tesla around. They have never squared that circle. That is a problem forever. The Doctor yeah, would It's not a big love, deal, but I did find it funny. Dude, the Doctor would love to drive around in a Tesla. It'd be so cool. Maybe she's just gotten better at piloting. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so, it's ever ever since she like ever since they had their epic romance her and the sexy Tardis, the the sexy t- hot Tardis that fucks. It's mm-hmm. just been cooperating more with her. <laughs> oh god. They got a Pokemon gym badge and now it listens to them. So the they get that's on the Tardis. Definitely not with how Dorothy. you earn what po- have you been playing? A, you've been playing a very different game. If you think that's how you earn Pokemon gym badges, Sam. What? Did you earn Pokemon gym badges by having sex? With what? Well, I was saying that the doctor like had sex with the Tardis, and that's why the Tardis. What is version have you been playing? Hmm? Uh, the one where they, you fight little guys, not the Pokemon. I've been playing Pokemon yeah. Triple Jordan, X. Yeah, I've been playing I'll Poke bet Girls. you a billion dollars the doctor never has sex with the Tardis. Yeah, definitely not. I don't think the doctor has sex with the Tardis. <laughs> Every time you say it, I believe it less. So she gets on the TARDIS with Dorothy and, uh, uh who the fuck yes. is she with now? Graham and Ryan, yes. Uh, she makes a contraption, and she plugs the orb into it, and uh-huh. it finds the ship, but it that it's cloaked, so she can't get to it, but she can with a bracelet. Yes? Yeah, cool. right? the bracelet is part of the teleporter that she says she bought at a flea market. I really like this part where they're like, look, you and the doctor are both the same. You are both inventors. And the doctor's just like picking up shit off the floor and sticking it together and making a teleporter. <laughs> <laughs> well, doctor's kind of plugging a teleporter into a That's beer good, though. That's the kind of shit stand. I want to see the doctor <laughs> the doing. The professor and his wife. 
a movie star. She's just making uh, radios out of coconuts. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, the, 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 the Skithra Queen is, is the name of the alien they're dealing with. And she is, uh, she's telling him to work on shit. He's like looking around and, th- yeah, you're right. This is the thing from earlier. He's like, this is one of my electrical condensers. We uh, are big fans of yours, Epic Tesla. Which is why and the first guy was electrocuted, because the condenser was missing from the sheen because the Skithra stole it. That makes uh, sense. I didn't put it together. And neither did she. Anyway. Hey, uh, so the, the, uh, who's, Ryan says something about like, like, Tesla is so smart, he probably found them already, and Dorothy realizes that that's what the Mars signal was that they got at Wardenclyffe. Is that right? Sure. Something like that. Good. So they go to Wardenclyffe. We're, we're over here. This is where all of his contraptions are. This is where they find the death ray, and Ryan and Graham look at it, and they're like, oh, boy. <laughs> Tucking at collar. They're all just like, <laughs> literally, we see Wardenclyffe, and, and you're like, wow, this now this is a la- now this is a laboratory. And it's just a room full of, it's basically a museum full of Tesla contraptions. Like, it, there is no lab. It's just tables. Nikola Tesla's Museum of Failure. Tables! And they're all just boxed up. And there's a wonderful scene where they're just flipping through things and going, battery excerpt. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, cuddly best friend. No. Death Ray Mark III. Ooh. Yeah, baby. Here oh, we my, should mention that I, Edison is here, and he's looking around, and Dorothy's like, you get your fucking hands off that here's, shit. Here's, I liked here's, Dorothy just staring daggers at Edison yeah. the entire episode. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't know what the fuck is happening, but I know that if no one else was here, I would kill you. Bark, bark, bite, bite, boo, boo, hiss. She's and gonna then, kill this guy. And then Graham, for no reason, like, pulls Edison aside and is like, you listen here, you motherfucker. <laughs> listen here, <laughs> bitch, so I read stupid. the fucking oatmeal article. <laughs> How dare you treat my boy Tesla like that, you fraud! He says, I bet you wish Tesla was working for you again. You know, I had a supervisor like you once, and men like you never pay attention to someone unless you think there's a payout coming. And I'm just like, okay. Graham, do you, do you like, want to talk about something? <laughs> Let me tell you, if I could have kicked you off that bus that day, I totally would have done it. I, I think that seems nice, because... Tesla's frustration with Edison is personal and idiosyncratic and historic. But Graham says, I've had a shitty boss. Everyone That's true. has Te- had a shitty Gra- boss. But Graham is a working class king. I can sympathize with yeah. his plot. Plot? And so plot? Graham, plot? when Graham's like, plot? I had a shitty boss and it sucked. Don't be my shitty boss to this guy because he's real. And, and you know, you. I think as the viewer, you're supposed to be like, yeah, I think my everyone dad should had have, a shitty boss. Yeah, everyone should have. My dad had a shitty boss, and he he bought my mom that really fancy, expensive bracelet, and I didn't know what was going on yes. there. <laughs> I think everyone should have teamed up on on Thomas Edison at that moment. <laughs> the end of the episode, they all just get around him in a circle and just kick his ass. Be nicer. So, uh... Tesla and Yaz are looking for a way to escape, but he, he's like, he was like prepared to give up, and then Yaz like reminds him that they shouldn't serve evil scorpions, and he's like, oh, you're right! And then the Skithra walk in, and they're like, are you ready to get to work? And he's like, no. Yaz does kind of do something. She encourages Tesla not to give up. That's true. Which anyone could do. 
That's but she true. Does. That's true. That's true. He says he something to the scorpions where he's like, this is not my vision of progress. That was so uh, weird. Like, why wouldn't a spaceship be his version of progress? Shouldn't he be hopping on that thing the second it arrives and they say, do you want to go exp- Do you want to go explore the stars with us? And he's like, spaceship. fuck I mean, yes. I, I respect that he says, no, I don't want to fix your weapons and help you wage I war. I want to make my weapons and wage my war here on Earth. But truly, I mean, the, 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 the promise, the offer of the Scythra Queen to Tesla is stay on my ship, fix my ship, fix my weapons, and he we'll conquer the, the universe and take everything, you- or I'll kill everyone on Earth. He knows that World War- I'll let you War- make your death ray mark full. He's, he knows World War One is coming up, and he cannot wait to be zapping some, some people from the European countries he hates. He's so ready for it. Uh, so she orders her fellow scorpions to kill Yaz, and meanwhile the doctor finds- this is where she finds the teleporter, the Braxium Bouncer- and she says, we can't use the TARDIS because of the cloaking field, but this thing will work, I guess, so that's fine. Because the TARDIS's field is being set around the, the tower. But here's the trick of the of the Braxian Bouncer, is it takes a little bit of time to recharge between each teleport. So she'll have to stall before she can come the back. The doctor stalling? I'll believe it when I see it. Well, you'll believe it very soon. really prefers, I think, to... And, and this is different from other doctors. She is not as interested in confrontation as she is in stalling until her plan works. That is a very consistent thing about her. That is true. I feel like that's something that all the doctors do, but I I could be they wrong. They do, but also some of them will, like, what shoot aliens like, with yeah, a laser but like, gun. Like, Matt Smith did that whole thing where the whole episode, he was like just like... I think would, like, get arrested so that her plan works, right? Like, you've seen more of 13 than I have, but... But, but like, 11th Doctor did that thing with the Weeping Angels where he's, like, stalling and he's like, wait a minute, flip them upside down! And then they all get sucked into the erase them from existence portal until they come back later in a video game. Yeah, I mean... You know, I was gonna say we didn't see that episode, and then I realized that the ending of the first part of that two-parter was the same as the ending of the second part. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is the part where... uh, uh, the queen of the Scythra meets the doctor. She teleports up here, and the doctor is like, oh, this is your ship? Because to me it looks like a Venusian ship, and that's a Klendoff warp drive. You don't make any of your own stuff. You just steal it like, You're like Edison, Edison yeah. yeah, it's. I think it's clever to say Edison's ideas factory is not unlike, the show says, the Scythra's stolen technology right like he didn't invent this the scythra didn't build this and therefore in some way they are bankrupt i would have unable to adapt it i would have only accepted that parallel if the scythra queen had pulled out her list of patents and been like and this i patented and this i also (laughs) patented there was a part where edison literally is like what do I need to spy on Tesla for? I have a thousand patents. He makes a good fucking building, point, though. He, <laughs> he makes a point, though. He has, he's got a, he fucking patented everything. What does at he the need? End of the, we we have to need? talk about it at the end. We have to talk about it at the end, or we'll talk about it yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the doctor is stalling. What does she do? She's like, she's like, why, why did you want Tesla specifically? 
one of the other like zombos is like, well, she wanted Tesla because, and then she, this is where she kills him for yeah. trying to answer for her. Uh, and then, oh yes, we learned that this was the signal from Mars and Tesla signaled back. And yes, this I is guess a big deal. While they're on the alien spaceship, it's revealed to the doctor and to Yaz that not only did Tesla receive the signal that he believed was from Mars, but that he signaled back. And they're like, you moron! It is very strange that the Skithra apparently took that as him being like, come over, Wink. I want to be well, on that your is kind of how it works for Ya Wen Jay and um, the, the three-body problem. Anyway. So the queen decides to kill the doctor. She does a real shit job at it, though. But then no, the doctor, yeah, for for a, for a, an alien with a laser, laser tail? gun tail, you would think she would shoot the doctor. But the doctor but starts doesn't. stalling, and she tries to make herself seem more useful than Tesla because she's like picking stuff up off the ground, and she's like, "This is a Gorbadorbian coffee grinder," and this he is doesn't a- know anything about the Gorbadorbians. And do you want to then- know what this beautiful contraption is? Do you really want to know? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. You pass the yeah, yes. Help us out cuz that's help us out in a way that yes, only yes can help the out. <laughs> press the X button to activate. She doesn't even press the button though. Yes is just like that's a camera, doctor. Oh yeah, and then the doctor presses the button on the flash. I can count on yes to tell me what a camera is. Click. I give Yaz a and hard And then, time. yeah, they get blinded by the camera flash, and the doctor teleports them back. And then Tesla sees Edison in his lab, and he's like, Now you listen here, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that, despite the aliens, Tesla sees Edison and is like, This, this is on site. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill this no, guy. No, I this, can't put aside our differences. This is when Edison says, "Me an intellectual, the the uh, the interdimensionals transcends the the external environment or whatever." Yeah, and everyone applauds Tesla for Big Bang purifying bigger his, on the they inside. Start sucking is no wait. He never never mind. That's one thing that they we can't we can't say this episode jerks Tesla. That's true. Off, Tesla does suck himself off on screen. Yeah, well, he invented that rib-removing machine. <laughs> well, he had the idea for it. Someone right, else he never, invented it. <laughs> he never got around to it. They're, like, looking through, there's the Death Ray Mark III, and what My is this? My god, Tesla wanted to remove two ribs. <laughs> He's just full. My vision of a wireless world and a ribless torso for he just, men. Like, he, <laughs> he drops something, he drops, like, a, a a measuring tape, and he gets to pick it up, and he just, like, leans all the way between his legs, and they're like, what? <laughs> I did not just see him do that. <laughs> so... Uh, the doctor, like, emails the Skithra Queen and tells her to fuck off, and the Skithra Queen says, okay, we're gonna kill everyone on Earth then. And the doctor's like, oh, shit. Hey, Tesla, do you mind hopping on their spaceship and just going and seeing the stars with them? And he's like, uh... I'd really, I mean, I've had a long week. It would be way easier for me if you went to, with them. I mean, they're all gonna die one day. I've seen the episode. Maybe if the Skithra started attacking, the the whale will show up. (laughs) That damn way that keeps damn saving will. the day. <laughs> uh, the doctor gives uh, uh, Tesla a pep talk, and she's like, "Bro, the aliens want your dick. Think <laughs> how think how cool that makes you." And he's you're like, "Nikola okay. motherfucking Tesla, the baddest." I like that scene a lot because it was. I mean, like, if you are a crazy person, that is the ultimate compliment. 
oh yeah, that aliens thought you were the coolest guy on Earth. And then she's like, and you know who they didn't want? Edison. <laughs> Edison. <laughs> and then he really smiles. He's oh, like, he's so, <laughs> he's so funny for this one. I, I, I love that, though. I love that he's like, <laughs> the one thing that cheers him up more than anything else is the thought that Edison is fuming. It's uh, awesome. Like, truly, it's awesome. It's great. Uh, and then she's she's like, all right, we're going to save the world. Tell me about Wardenclyffe. And he explains the technology behind his tower. What if Edison we can... just, like, stands in the background with his arms crossed. With what the if we schematics can... on a computer screen, yeah. But what if we converted it into a big gun? Whoa! And what if we forgot that for all episode, the Doctor has suddenly decided she's Batman and doesn't like guns unless... They're lightning guns. There's a part where Ryan is holding the Altuvian blaster box, yeah, and she's, she's like, not a problem with that at all. She's like, she's no, like, she, she sees him, and he Edison, says, she says, "Where did you get no, that?" No, no, gun? no, no, no. Like, the other way around. I'm a New Yorker. He, <laughs> Brian's carrying the the boomstick, and she's like, "Put that down, Ryan. Don't, especially, don't even use it on Tim Shaw." And then he's like, "Oh, sorry, Doctor." And then, and then Edison pulls out his gun and she's like, fuck you, Edison. And then she says, what if we turned Wardenclyffe Tower into a big gun? Ryan pulls out the death ray and she's like, that's fine. That thing's that's fine. fucking you can, yeah. yeah. As long as you put the alien, <laughs> this Skithra queen into a box for all of eternity, that's the only way I'm allowed There's to There's literally kill a part because what ends up happening when they do fire the lightning blaster from Wardenclyffe Tower is that they're like, we did it. They're retreating. Well, but there's actually, a part before that where she literally says they're a hive race. If we take yeah. out the queen, we take out all well, of them. Actually, so in her mind, she's going to kill the queen. I have a headcanon there. I think the only explanation is that if we kill the queen, the hive mind will just leave Earth. I have a headcanon. And it's that um, when they zapped the ship, it it triggered a some sort of technological cascade from their warp drive and sent them back in time so that they could hang out oh, with the, the racist guy. <laughs> they fired a this, space slingshot at the, every at the single fucking time, gear shift to put it in reverse right before the navigator hit the accelerator. Every episode where the villain gets disappeared, they just go back in time to hang out with Creambo, the, the racist time-traveling... What was that guy's name? Skimbler? Skimbler? We call him Cla- I call Klasky. him Klasky. I Klasky. don't think that's right. I think it was Crasco. I think it was Crasco. Cusco. Anyways, yeah, uh, so Ed- Edison's got a cool gun. Um, they're gonna, the, the, the plan is, uh, they're gonna convert Wardenclyffe Tower into a big gun. Um, Tesla and Yaz are tasked with clearing the streets to make sure everyone's safe from the Scorpion Milf. Um, and Ryan. There's one guy who's like, Scorpion Milf? No, I'm staying yeah. here. And then Ryan and Graham are, their job is that they need to fortify Wardenclyffe Tower for the epic uh, horde mode shootout that they're going to have to have. I want to give a small shout out to a very dorky moment that I, I am embarrassed to say I do always enjoy. Cringe. Which is cringe. The part where where uh, the Doctor and Tesla are like talking about their plan and he's like, oh, big lightning bolt. And she, she's like, yeah. And she goes for a high five. And he just looks at her like, what the fuck Super is that? Awesome. And she's like, yeah. I like that. Actually. And she's like, oh, too just, early? Yeah. I like Tesla, that. the inventor of the high five. <laughs> <laughs> he actually planned on do using you know both that, hands. Do you, know, do you know that there's like a documented first high five? Like there is a... Yes, there is. Manu the Cole, Is that right? Yeah. Uh, it was... Uh, oh, no, he did. I'm bad. Uh, it was uh, It was Dusty Baker in 1977 uh, 
hit a home run while he was playing for the Dodgers, and a rookie named Glenn Burke met him at home plate, raised his hand up, and then Baker slapped his hand, and that was the first recorded high five ever. And then everybody in the stadium looked at them like they were crazy. <laughs> Why are you attacking his hand? Also, and and crucially, you though, it, by th- the this way, was 1977. If you, that's a lot in more 1976, recent than I the if high you, five did not exist. If you haven't gone onto the Wikipedia page for high five. Um, it is one of the most magical places on earth because there is a whole section of these two people doing high five to down low, too slow, try again, too slow. <laughs> and then there's two people doing an air high five. It's a wonderful, a wonderful. You know, Tesla one. actually wanted to do a down low high five. Edison wanted to do an up high high five. And there, it ah. actually got really vicious between them. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm, posting, I'm posting this in podcast chat. Uh, you got to see this, Sam. You're going to like okay. it. It's not good audio, but it is good experience. Well, I'll see if I can make it good audio. Here you go. Posting it in podcast chat. This is on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Victim miss. Oh, no, I think I have good. seen this before. Up high, too down slow. low, Victor with finger guns. Too slow with I fucking love her, this. Her expression of contrition in she the last looks panel. Like, she looks like she just survived World War One, and she's like <laughs> back in the war <laughs> she hospital. Just escaped she, the concentration she is, camp, and she's in no, a no, war photo. <laughs> no. I also like the hyperlink to finger guns. Finger guns I also yeah. also like this. Reminds me of being a kid. It genuinely hurt when someone downloaded too slow to you. you. It would legitimately make me very angry. I just like these two people who are like, let's put let's put ourselves on the Wikipedia page for high five by doing this. And then they did. And they're still on there. And I appreciate them. There's a lot of people like that on Wikipedia. You know that if you go to like the Wikipedia article for like erect penis, it's like self own work. Big, I don't. I don't know if this is actually true. <laughs> big floppy dong. Let's move on. Uh, so yeah, this is where Edison and Yaz stop a Skithra from killing a little boy, and then teleporting scorpions start chasing them around li- the city. And, and and listen, thank God Edison had his pieces. He just starts blasting. Bam. Bang, bang, he does bang. not. He shoots one shot at a person who's already gone. Don't. But he don't see so good, so he didn't really get that. Okay, but if we're if we're talking about the Yaz test, we have got to talk about Yaz knocking over a bread cart. She saved yeah. the day when she knocked over that bread cart. She did. And then they just move on, and we don't even see if it trips up. I was literally <laughs> thinking the same thing. I was like, wait, are they going to, like, slip on the bread? Or did she just, like, destroy a baker's <laughs> day of productivity? <laughs> she's They're running, and she's like, wait a minute, Edison, hold on. And he's like, what is it? She's like, I hate bread. <laughs> uh, it would be, if this was a Marvel movie. I'm keto. If the, yeah, uh, yes, if this is a Marvel <laughs> movie, you know that she would be like, gluten She would look at Edison, gluten-free? And then he would go, "What's gluten?" And then, and then she said, "You'll find out later." And then they would. Keep People running. shouldn't be nice. eating bread anyway. I, I think if it were a Marvel movie, they'd end on "What's gluten?" And she what? would cast him a look. She would. She would but. give the DreamWorks. <laughs> no, they would. I think they would say gluten about ten more times. Yeah. Like when they said shawarma oh. ten times. <laughs> Shawarma's the funniest thing. Because what if Loki said shawarma? And then they find an inexplicable secret tunnel to Warden Secret tunnel! Yeah, well, actually, that's not inexplicable. That was a real tunnel that really existed. There were four of them. 
and they were supposed to be filled with salt water so that Tesla could use the salt water to channel the <laughs> Earth's electrical current. <laughs> this is what Tesla was trying to free all the mole children under New York City. No, there, there are four 100-meter tunnels radiating north, south, Why? east, and west okay. under the central pillar hold of Wardenclyffe. Hold on. First of all, that's hold amazing, on. and I hold didn't on. know that. Hold Second on. of all, hold on, hold on, hold on. They should have arrived at Wardenclyffe and been like, dripping wet and like shaking off and tesla's Why? like Hold you on didn't a second. you didn't use the tunnels did you <laughs> so this episode gets so much shit wrong about tesla but you know that they no, were mapping this episode, up for all of it does about its story i think fundamentally wants to take as many true story fact real things about tesla as possible yeah, right? including like, his including his deep underground military bases. Yeah, there needed Which to be like had. little high school musical pop ups on screen when it's like this was actually real. We didn't. <laughs> but make I this think one all me. I think all no. But I think this all media, was real. But I, he thought it would let him channel always, the Earth's core. <laughs> no, I always get mad though because like, we we make this joke sometimes about the high school. But I think all media, like when I'm watching TV shows. I do wish that there was a pop-up that told me, like, this character is lying, or, like, this this scene is actually – so you're – in this scene, you're supposed to be sympathizing with this character because actually – or, like, this character is secretly – I just think it would make the whole experience a lot easier to no, watch. No, I'm just a grown-up. I don't need it. Like, when I'm watching House of the Dragon, I just got to know who I'm supposed to be rooting for. It's so confusing. This is a dragon. This is a dragon, and dragons kill people. Oh! This is a dragon. It's big. Uh, meanwhile, Scythra Scorpions surround Warden Cliff, but the Doctor has surrounded it with the shields from the TARDIS. They barricade mm-hmm. the door shut. Now it's but, nighttime. But, but, we made but, it. But, 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 it's Sam. It's night of terror. But, Sam. <laughs> but, Sam. In order to fire the laser, Tesla's dusk of terror. They're gonna have to turn off the shields. Oh no! So they do, and it's fine. And it is fine. Even though it shouldn't be fine, it's totally Graham fine. Graham does, Graham does try to fire the death ray, it doesn't work. There's uh-huh. a, um, yeah, there's a, a companion's epic moment here where Dorothy is like, but if you take down the shields, what will keep out the Scythra Scorpion soldiers? And Ryan and Graham w- look at her and they're like, we will. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. I wish that Graham would have driven a bus through the, through the Scythra. It is, it is awesome when they're like, this is what we're here for. This is what we is the do. But the doctor doesn't like it when you guys kill people. Well, no, see, yeah, they, but they can keep them out of a door. This is the thing, though, is that they only have experienced uh, defeating enemies through crouching, and the enemies shoot each other and kill each other. <laughs> so they're like, we'll just get in between them well, and then is duck. This, is this pre or post Tim Shaw? This is post. This is po- this okay, is so this is after Graham and Ryan have proved themselves in the battlefield and the doctor yes, sanctioned- this is their second season. This is- the doctor has sanctioned them as being- uh, having the right to take lives. Since we last met them, their KD ratio has improved massively. <laughs> just, just really blasted up, up into the sky. They're still on zero deaths, actually, which is pretty um, good yeah. for both of them, but- uh, so this is where she, the doctor, like, she takes the shields down, she starts charging up That's the tower. That's not true that they're on zero deaths, but you haven't seen that episode. So. Okay. <laughs> the scorpions, like, break the door down, but they don't come inside, and the doctor's like, uh-oh, the queen's not on the ship. But We can't electrocute the ship! She's right behind us, isn't she? And the queen walks in, and she's like, this place sucks. And this is where Edison tries to shoot her, but she uses her laser gun to blast the gun out of his hand. And not uh, to this... just, like, kill him, which I would have, but... Right, this is why, historically, Thomas Edison had a hand that got melted off. Uh, and 
she calls the the doctor calls the skithra queen a parasite and she starts doing one of her classic tricks and she's like we are not we don't i don't know what to do but then she jumps and she tries to grab this thing off the table and the queen snatches it away and she's like ha 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 what were you planning to do with this bracelet and this thing by the way is the bracelet half of the teleporter the oh, bracelet the, the bracelet of omega yeah, it, it was attached to the teleporter earlier. She puts uh, the bracelet yeah. on her arm before she uses it to go on the... Well, the relevant thing is that the uh, the the Skithera Queen gets teleported up to the ship, and then Tesla mm-hmm. turns on the tower, and they blast it with a huge bolt of lightning, and then the ship goes, owie, and then it leaves forever. No, Instantly, right away. Yeah. <laughs> I hate getting shot with lightning. I gotta go. This is my favorite part is the next part after that where it's the it's the night of the tesla's high, night of horrors is over it's daytime again don't worry don't get too scared kids um and yaz is like doctor tesla saved the world from the skithra with his zappy tower surely history will remember him now and then she's like no that's not how that works why would anyone <laughs> why would it, no no I don't not know, Yaz, do you remember learning about the time did that we, Nikola Tesla wait, fought wait, off the Scorpion we, Queen? Did we specify the part where they clear the streets by Edison being like, watch out, that old crazy we did not. Tesla is, is testing right, his Yaz scary Yaz is trying to get everyone to leave the streets so that they don't die, and she's like, please, you have to go inside! And meanwhile, Edison just walks over the newspaper pile, grabs old the newspaper, Tesla's and begins to, again. quote, read out loud, and he, he pretends to read, Tesla's testing his machine again tonight! So so not only was Yaz present for one of the world's most famous businessmen uh, telling people to run away because Ed, uh, Tesla's going to get them all killed, but then she sees Tesla's big tower electrocute a thing, and then she goes, surely this is the shot in the arm that Tesla's <laughs> tower needs to, to change the world in our timeline. Well, we did have that, that group of journalists with us at Warden Clip. Well, now, okay, Chai, I'm curious. Yeah. This, this thing... Where where they're like, because what happens is that he drives off the Skithra with Warden Cliff's lightning laser. Yeah, and then as soon as they the appreciate is, even a single unpleasant experience, they're like, oh, this sucks. But the, the, the news is, Tesla tests machine, everything is scary, oh no. Is Correct. this a is this a, a, a historical event that they're actually, gesturing toward? No, actually, he wait, did not test you, the machine. Well, he was never well, allowed to test the machine. On. He never really tested the machine. He no, never ran hold the on, machine. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because he didn't test Wardenclyffe Tower, but he did have a laboratory in Colorado Springs, and I don't think that history is a hundred percent sure what happened. But there was like. A lot of panic about his tests there, and people were like, "He's causing lightning I saw the storms." The prestige, the prestige was nonfiction, right? Right, right. So I think when he was like, or whatever happens in that movie, mm-hmm. uh, sorry if that's like a spoiler for the prestige. I don't know. It is uh, a massive spoiler. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bleep it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we have I, a lot of listeners who have been who have emailing been me that they can't wait to watch the Prestige. I'm gonna watch. The- <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Tesla did have an experimental station in Colorado Springs, and there's a famous picture of his like Tesla coil, like zip zap zippity zapping stuff, and like people were freaking out. And apparently there was like ball lightning. But once again, Tesla mythos. Tesla mythos. Oh, and Saint Elmo's fire. Like uh, Saint here, Elmo's fire is here, real. Here, here, here. 
People walking along the streets observed sparks jumping between their feet and the ground. Sparks sprang from water line taps when touched. Light bulbs within 100 feet of the lab glowed even when turned off. Horses in a livery stable bolted from their stalls after receiving shocks through their metal shoes. Butterflies were electrocuted, swirling in circles with blue halos of St. Elmo's fire around their wings. So... Okay, so half of what you said doesn't show up in any anecdotes of um, ball lightning, but the rest of it all does. Okay, so so there is a there is an event where people were like, oh god, what the hell is Tesla doing? Yeah, there was a yeah. specifically Tesla made ball lightning happen, yeah. which is like one of the weird weirdest electrical phenomena yeah. in the world. Okay, okay, so this yeah. is a good episode. <laughs> uh, so Edison tells Tesla that he did a great job. And he's like, you come back to work for me or you'll be bankrupt in a year. And Tesla's like, I can't do that. And then they have a respectful laugh together. It is quite nice, actually. Uh, You know, um, Edison says to Tesla, look, you're going to be broke. Come back, work for me. And Tesla says, after what I've just seen, I I have to work on my own dreams. And then he died penniless. I liked it. It's nice. I thought that was a nice Well, yeah. No, I like it, too. And we know that he'll die penniless, but we know that he wants... To die to pursue his dreams, and it's sweet. Yeah, I just I and think he, Dorothy, I, I don't know. We I completely left out the running thread through this episode where Dorothy and Ryan are like really vibing because they're like uh, a day in the life later, of a yeah. visionary's companion. Eh? I I mean Tesla and um, the Doctor have nice scenes where they they empathize with each other, but I really liked Ryan and Dorothy Scarrett getting to say, you know, I thought I would do the normal thing and i thought i really would like be an independent woman and have my own life but then this miracle man entered my life and it changed everything and, and his it's name I think, really and his name was jesus christ amen do, 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 do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just waiting uh, for the show to have christian yes overtones. this is this is the part where Yaz is like, is this where everything turns around for Tesla? And nope. the doctor's like, I don't know, Yaz, have you heard of him? And she's like, no. They get back and Elon Musk is president of the United States. But I will say one other thing I really like about the, the closing lines, the last scene of the episode. The last scene, the last line is Tesla's. And he says, um, you know, let them talk. The present is theirs, but the future is mine. Which is sweet. And it's lovely. And you think, oh. That's the kind of thing that, like, a TV writer was really proud of, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. But it turns out to actually be something he said off the cuff in an interview. Oh, is uh, that right? It is right. So from Margaret Cheney's book, uh, biography, uh, Tesla, Man Out of Time, uh, about the Marconi, the radio patent, uh, Tesla says, Mr. Pupin called to testify, uh-huh. yes, Pupin, uh-huh. uh, called to testify on my behalf as a countryman, went on the side of Mr. Marconi, who after three years of legal battle was forced to admit under oath that the transmission of power to long distances is my invention. Tesla paused, then added, says the book, let the future tell the truth and evaluate each one according to his work and accomplishments. The present is theirs. The future for which I really worked is mine. That's that's cool. I like and then, that quote. And then Greg he said, wrote a listicle I think that, that as a writer, and then he says, when you see that quote and you make that the mine. end of your dramatic episode, it's it's nice, you know? Yeah, you're not putting yeah. words in his mouth. You're using his words to button it up. That's true. I, I actually do really like that because the, the idea of, like, writing deep inspirational dialogue for, for someone who never said yeah. it is, yeah, is it sucks. weird. Yeah, I, I do. I I didn't know that. I I like that. That's cool. 
I like this A lot this of this episode. really felt like mm. the, the writer, Nina Metaver. Again, great job. Good work, Nina, in my opinion. Um, had read a lot of biographies and was just like, I have to fit as many of these details into the episode. Yeah. Right? Like... Because uh, then she can write off all many those details. biographies as a business expense. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I yeah, need to take I a vacation it. in New York City. I was... I uh, give this episode a B... I give it a B. I give it a C. I'm sorry that I didn't like it as much as you both did. I'm glad you had fun watching it. I give it an A. I'm glad you liked it. I really like this episode. I liked it even more, I think, when I first saw it. But on the rewatch, I think not only is it a good example of a Doctor Who history episode, I think it's a wonderful and great example of a Doctor Who history episode. I think I just we see not the... only the history, not only the historical person, not only do we learn a couple facts about them, but we also get a little bit of characterization from where and why the Doctor loves Earth so much. I just kind of wish that the the villain was different. I think I would. I think that not only I wish yeah, the villain was different, but the I monster wish the, villain, of the weak element. The I wish the monster and took too long. I wish that the monster, the premise of Tesla's Night of Horrors, was a little bit more like you know literally taken. And I also wish that whatever the like conflict of the episode was would be more personalized to Tesla and Edison. Like, well, the like, monster is just I know the Tesla that Edison just, thing. Right? I know like, that's just the Tesla Edison thing, but it's in a way that's like. Simultaneously, it's like too literal and well, weird, but also it's so just the like the reason that it's so literal is that it's for children, and you can't actually explain the real version of it. So you have an alien do it, so children can understand. <laughs> I know it's. A I show think there's for babies, two changes but... that would have made this episode an A for me. Number one, I think that the goons with the red glowing eyes. I don't think that that really felt like it had anything to do with anything else that was going on. I think that mm-hmm. could use some punch up. Number two, uh, there should have been a moment where they see Topsy the elephant alive, and they're like, "But, but, but, but I thought." And then she's like, "Ah, not, not so." I can't. And then fucking... Topsy starts trampling people, which I is can't... why Topsy was executed. <laughs> I can't fucking believe that that I, that 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 Edison didn't actually electrocute that elephant. I was, I have heard that story so many times, so many times. I still don't believe that Edison didn't electrocute that elephant. Not only that, he threw a very nice funeral for the elephant. <laughs> he, he paid for it. He bought the elephant a new elephant to replace the one that died. He actually tried to murder the people who were going to do it, but he did fail. Um, well, I think it's time for me to press the old randomize button and see what we're watching next week. 244. Where's that take us? Please give me something good. Give me Matt. We're in series eight. We're Mm, we're back with Capaldi. Capaldi. Ooh, interesting. It is Robot of Sherwood. Oh, is that what? Is that Robin Hood? I believe I'm seeing one Robin Hood. Robin Hood. I vaguely remember that one. Uh, Enjoy. Reception is generally positive. Oh, yeah. Praise the writing and acting, but criticized the more minor role of the Doctor in the episode and the length, which did not do the mythology justice. This episode got a B minus from AV Club, but AV Club is maybe right to the worst reviews I've ever read in my life. So I don't IGN know gave it a six point nine. So it's <laughs> going to be a really good episode. IGN gave it. IGN said pacing was flawed. It was a terrible writing. Uh, the jokes all landed flat. Nine. I believe, if I remember it right, this is very Doctor Who more than anything else. This is a great. I think Doctor I remember. I think I remember an H Bomber guy's video about Sherlock. He mentioned an episode where. The doctor fights Robin Hood with a spoon, so 
<laughs> Great. I look forward to learning about Robin Hood, who I guess is a historical figure yeah, now. Yeah, he's definitely a real guy. <laughs> I mean, Sherwood Forest is a real place. Oh shit, I, f- I forgot. Next time on Doctor Who, there's a space laser and there's a city under siege and a rhino can is I, there. Can I very briefly complain about something before we finish? Speaking of next time on Doctor Who, have yes. you noticed that the BBC, like, uh, I don't know the the word, the like BBC, my brain keeps wanting to say eye catcher because that's what it is in anime. The BBC, like, programming screen at the start of every Doctor Who episode is like the loudest sound you've ever heard and it's like it's, it's terribly so loud it's much so louder than loud. the rest of the episode so even if the audio is quiet on my TV and they it's do just that like every hour why? on every show on why? every network it's just the loudest shit I've ever heard in my life wake up England yeah <laughs> your queen is alive up next and on this very special dad's army <laughs> coming up next on milf man wait milf manor's not bbc i'm thinking of uh love no it's island. not it's tlc love wait is love island B- bbc or is that channel four it's channel four. Oh, uh, anyways don't fucking come to my house and say this shit to me <laughs> i've never seen it <laughs> milf manor's been good i'm watching it oh god it's it's <laughs> I have terrifying seen every episode of milf manor it's the app where you like merge things right no that's merge manor never mind okay great yeah, no milf Milf Manor, I will tell you about later, when you're old enough. Okay. We've we've run long, so let me blast through our Patreon stuff. Patreon.com slash Potting Bros. One dollar gets you a pretty special disco roll that marks you as lightly coated in slime, and you can get all of our bonus content. We're going to watch The Second Doctor very soon. Woo. Five dollars gets you a pretty special disco roll marking you as entirely covered in slime, and you can send us a message that we'll read in one of our funny voices, and you get a shout-out. $10 gets you all that, plus an incredibly special Discord roll that marks you as a companion of the show entirely made of slime. Thank you to our 10 and $5 subscribers, Cassidy, Destryhawk, HK, Dan Big Chanja Silva, JCH Roy, Stephanie B, Stephanie Karen, and Tasty Sea Sponge. That's me. We have a message. This one, I believe it's my turn to read. This is from Dan. This is a Kyle voice request. I think I might have been here for when Dan sent this message in. <laughs> I just want to reblog this and stress this. Tom Foss lost his entire squad. He didn't lose 20% of his squad. He didn't even lose 50%. He lost his whole squad. Look at what it's done to him. You can see the death in his eyes, but he keeps on going. This is why Tom Foss is one of my favorite mentors. What is that a reference to? It sounds vaguely It's a familiar. Tumblr post. He lost his whole squad. Who originally lost? Levi lost. Oh, it's a fucking attack on Titan. Levi lost his whole squad. He didn't lose Levi 20% lost. of his squad. Is, it, is this like Clone Wars? No, it's like, I think it's attack on Titan. Levi. Oh, God. Yeah. You can I... see the death in his eyes, but he keeps going. This is why Levi is one of my favorite genders. Great. Yeah, that sounds like a... Uh, thank you for joining us, Chai. Thank you. Thank you very much. I had a lovely time. Thank you for inviting me. It was really please, nice. Please do any plugs you want to do. Hey, I have a website and an email address. I have nothing else. You can go to my website and you can email me. That's fucking it. I don't give a shit. Um, you can go to storiesfromtheinter.net or you can email me at mail at storiesfromtheinter.net. Thanks. Jordan, do your plugs. You can find me on the dying side of Twitter at Bradipus Rex, and you can find me on the thriving side of Tumblr at punishbreakfast.tumblr.com. You can also listen to my other show, uh, Kamarocha Radio, which is about the Yakuza series. Uh, we got a... We're uh, doing Yakuza 4 right now, but, uh, you know, another Yakuza game's coming out in, like, a week. Uh, and, what? Uh, so 
and uh, we'll be doing our first impressions for that, as always. And then I also do slappers only, but we've been on hiatus forever. <laughs> I'll do my plugs. You can find my other podcast, Sounds About Light, uh, where we're currently talking about Kingdom Hearts 358 Days Over 2 and Zero to Zero, where we just finished Blade and we're about to finish Fantastic Four. Because we have brain problems. Are you alternating Blade and Fantastic? Yeah. Have, okay. Jesus Christ. I have one more plug, if that's okay. Please. Please. Uh, please go to twitch.tv slash anime underscore Sama. S-A-M-A. Anime underscore S-A-M-A. It is a 24-7 uh, fully uh, copyright-free anime channel that I run and take ad revenue off. So watch it. All hmm. day. Twitch. I don't know if I knew about that. I didn't know about that either. Also, uh, all three of us are on extra credit sometimes at thefmin.us. For Man, I haven't, that. Been Check on, that out. <laughs> I haven't been on extra credit in so long because I've had yeah. a scheduling conflict with their regular recording times. Because you have a job? No. <laughs> Even dumber. It's because I play a stupid video game. <laughs> <laughs> cringe, 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 cringe. Owned. Oh, speaking of cringe. Mm-hmm. Would you like to lead me into the... Because you get mad at me uh, when I try yeah, to segue oh, yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... Listen, gang, um, epic bacon ra- uh, atheism Tesla Elon Musk, but I think that we should wrap up our episode with something a little more spiritual. So, Sam, do you think you could lead our congregation in the traditional Doctor Who prayer? May your life flow like a river. May your days smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. May you be as lucky as an ace in a game of blackjack. Harkness. <laughs> and may the doctor light your path through time. And may Dan, the nice man, smile nicely upon you. Oh, man, I love that addition. And may Graham drive the bus to heaven. <laughs> it just gets longer and longer. <laughs> just every episode. <laughs> but we always append it to the end, even though it already ended. <laughs> And also, uh, what if Rory was there? And uh, and bye, uh, yeah, bye, Doctor Bye, Doctor Bye. I guess <laughs> I guess that's our new sign off, Doctor Bye.